Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Xena Life is a Dominatrix. This is episode 11. Episode 11 will be broadcasted tomorrow, April 5th, 2022. Today's topic the art of humiliation. So many forms of humiliation. There's erotic humiliation, verbal humiliation, physical humiliation, public humiliation. But first and foremost, you're probably wondering, why are people into humiliation? They just are. It's uh, sexually uh, gratifying to them. It turns them on. It's their particular kink. And there's uh, dominatrixes, humiliatrixes, um, wives and girlfriends <laughs> that humiliate their partner, humiliate their slaves. But first and foremost, this must be done safely, sanely, and consensually, and also very important between two consenting adults. So let's talk erotic humiliation. Um, erotic humiliation, uh, this has gone mainstream. Uh, I've noticed recently, one of the shows, I can't remember what show it was, but basically the woman uh, was sedu seducing the man and he b pulled down his pants and she looked at it and looked at him in the face and looked at it again and just nodded no. <laughs> and he, the look on his face was so sad, like, aw. So that was an indicator he wasn't going to get laid at all. <laughs> so that's a form of small penis humiliation. Uh, very, very popular, very common form of humiliation. Uh, uh, basically, there are lots of people out there that enjoy having their little guy being humiliated by the size, by the look of it, um, by having it called names like, oh, that's a little micro penis or that's not a cock, that's a clit. <laughs> um, but it's sexual, sexually gratifying to them. But there are other people out there that that's a hard limit. That's a hard no to not make fun of their penis because it could be, be very um, degrading on a mentally, uh, by a psychologically, uh, uh, psychological level, like could make somebody very depressed. But people are into humiliation because that's their kink. Uh, and then there's others where it's like, oh, that, that'll really um, break their confidence if, um, if, you know, you make fun of their, their little guy. Uh, but again, you want to make sure that, you know, the person's really into uh, small penis humiliation. And if you're into it, you want to communicate that too. Um, but yeah, basically the whole art of humiliation, it's not about uh, sending somebody in a depressive state. No, no, no. That's a hard limit. Uh, you want to communicate your boundaries, communicate their boundaries, the person's boundaries who you're playing with. You want to make sure that, um, like, if they're into being called a bitch but not a slut or a whore, you want to, you know, communicate that. Like, hey, if you're into verbal humiliation, what what names, what um, what's a hard limit for you? That's what I'm trying to say. 
So, but let me get back to erotic humiliation. Um, uh, cuckolding. Cuckolding is another popular one. Like, for instance, um, uh, there's a married couple, and the husband uh, gets turned on by the fact that the wife wants a bigger cock, and his cock isn't bigger big enough, <laughs> and the wife will, like, have a suggest suggestion like, ooh, let's, let's invite a friend over who has a big cock, <laughs> things like that. And the, the husband might feel that humiliation. He's the cuckold, like, oh, I get to watch only, but I can't participate. <laughs> or I get to clean her up beforehand and then I get to watch her getting fucked by another man and his big cock so there are couples that are into cuckolding and it could be humiliating uh to the partner because um he was told by the wife oh you're you're not gonna fuck me but you're gonna watch the man fuck me <laughs> so um but it's it's a sexually a turn on for the husband to watch this, watch his wife being pleasured by another man. Um, another uh, different forms of erotic humiliation, like the wife will tell the husband, you only get to like watch me fuck myself with this big, juicy 12-inch dildo, and you're not going to help. You're just going to be tied to the bed and... Yeah, you're not going to help with that cock of yours. <laughs> um, yeah, or um, or you're blindfolded and you can't watch. Ha, ha, ha. So that could be, you know, another form of erotic humiliation. Um, or like orgasm denial, orgasm control. Like the wife, the partner strokes your cock. And then stops, like denies you to come, like ha ha ha, you can't come. <laughs> so that that's um, that could be a turn on for for a lot of men actually too, or orgasm uh, denial, like oh well, you get to come another day. I'll tell you when to come. Ha ha ha. <laughs> so. Um, also, like chastity play, um, having your partner wear a chastity device and you let out your partner when you want your partner's cock, when you want that gratification for yourself. And it could be very humiliating to the partner and, uncom and uncomfortable <laughs> when they wear a chastity device and you tell, you know, your your partner, oh, you have to wear that chastity device at work, underneath your your business attire. Nobody will know. Just remember, I keep the key to your cock. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, those are all many forms of uh, erotic humiliation. But again, it's with consenting adults only. Uh, there's physical humiliation, uh, spitting, slapping a person's face, hair pulling, ear pulling, mouth soaping, mouth soaping, uh, like sticking a bar of soap in the person's mouth if they have a potty mouth, 
or making the person do chores and you just lounge on the couch and watch television or um, making uh, the partner wear lingerie and do a little dirty, dirty dance show for you <laughs> or over the knee spanking um, or especially if you like invite your friends over and say, hey, you want to watch this? I'm going to you know, spank uh, my partner's ass. You want to help me? Okay, cool. My partner's been very bad. He hasn't been doing his chores. He hasn't been cooking for me. Or he's been co cooking lousy. <laughs> um, also, like, objectification. Like, having the partner get down on his hands and knees. Being used as a human table while you prop your beautiful feet on your partner's back and they're just used as a table or you keep your your coffee mug uh, or your tea mug on your partner's back <laughs> and if they move oh they don't want to move because <laughs> they're a human table so that's different uh, types of objectification or ashtray servitude uh, dipping um, your ashes in your partner's hands or blowing smoke in his or her face. Uh, embarrassment, embarrassing your partner in, in front of friends. Um, uh, Fendom, like draining the partner's wallet. Um, taking, taking, yourself, taking yourself to the salon while your partner is at home and in a chastity device. <laughs> Um, another form of physical humiliation, cleaning the f bathroom floor, only using a toothbrush, or treating them as a human puppy, making them bark like a puppy dog, making them roll over like a puppy dog. And uh, those are all forms of physical humiliation. Again, if this is with consenting adults. Not everybody is into physical humiliation. Uh, some uh, the things I listed, it could be off limits to the person, like spitting, that's germs, um, uh, contamination. You don't want uh, your partner to get sick if you're spitting on your partner, especially if you have a cold, that's common sense. Or if your partner's into physical humiliation, but not into having their... Um, face slapped or their hair pulled you want to you know make sure what your partner's boundaries are super super important it's all about safe sane and consensual not everybody's into um like maybe they're only into the erotic humiliation aspect but not physical um or like wearing bra and panties maybe that's a hard limit um, and that's totally understandable. Uh, there's also verbal humiliation. So um, I also like, you know, communicate like, okay, certain words for me to say to you is off limits whatsoever. I communicate that. I have my own boundaries. And the person who enjoys being humiliated has their own boundaries as well. Um, like verbal humiliation, like for instance, some people enjoyed being called you little bitch, you little bitch, but 
the word slut and the word whore is off limits. And then there are some people that love those words and love being called a slut or a whore. Um, again, it's with consenting adults, super important. And you're probably wondering why, why are they into that? Um, well, maybe because they had a girlfriend in college who called them a bitch and, and that just stuck with them and that sexually turns them on that makes them get off by being called certain names for, uh, per se. Um, and, and then there's some degrading terms where like, it's totally off limits for some people. Like you're, you're worthless per, you know, you're worthless piece of shit. You're so pathetic. You're useless. Um, that could be super, uh, off limits. And again, you want to make sure what the person's boundaries are super important. And also that could be very, that could put p- some, uh, excuse me, that could, uh, Put a person into a depressive state. Uh, BDSM kink, it's not about putting a person in a depressive state whatsoever. Uh, that's uh, mental abuse. That's that's not good. Uh, abuse and kink are, no, they don't go hand in hand whatsoever. Um, uh, like... Um, you want to make sure what the person is into and what you're comfortable with as well. Um, and if um, you notice a person crying and crying, if you're calling, you know, if they're into humiliation and if you're calling the person these names and they keep crying, then, you know, you want to, you know, talk about it. You want to talk, hey, maybe, you know, are you okay? Is this too much for you? Do you want to stop? Uh, or maybe this kink is not for you. But it's not about putting a person into a depressive state whatsoever. Uh, this kink is all about, like, it's very, uh, it could be very sexual, very gratifying. It could be a, a turn-on to many. Um, and then there are some people that love being called you know, you pathetic little bitch. Like, they love that terminology that they're dominatrix, that they're humiliatrix, that their partner is telling them. And that gets them very excited. But overall, humiliation, it's supposed to be erotic kink. Um, It's not supposed to damage. It's not supposed to... um, put somebody in a, to the psychiatrist, things like that. Uh, but you want to make sure, you know, hey, is your partner okay after you slapped him or, um, or spanked his ass or her ass um, or um, grabbing, grabbing their hair? Uh, you want to make sure the partner's okay most of all. Um, humiliatrix. There are people um, like myself and humiliatrixes or partners that just um, they specialize in the art of humiliation. 
Um, and there is aftercare, like after you humiliate the slave, humiliate the partner, then after this scene, after this session, you want to talk about, hey, what just, you know, what, you know, are you okay? Things like that. Or was that too much for you? Uh, or uh, you want to escalate it more next time? Or you want me to, do you want me to tone it down next time? Things like that. Um, also aftercare, like hugging, snuggling with the person, uh, praising the submissive. Um, that could help uh, build them back up after the intense uh, humiliation uh, session. But it's overall, it's not about belittling the person whatsoever. Um, and uh, humiliation, the, the slave, the submissive, the partner can get into that subspace where, okay, they're being humiliated, they're being slapped in the face, they're being uh, spit on because they personally enjoy it. Uh, it's sexually gratifying to the person. Um, but yeah, again, consent is vital. Safe, sane, and consensual. Uh, the submissive, the sub, whomever you're playing with should be given a safe word. Um, and then there are some submissives who are not into the pain, but into the verbal aspect uh, or into only wearing a bra and panties and cleaning your home while you're relaxing on the couch, uh, not lifting a finger. <laughs> so that could be very uh, humiliating to that um, person that you're playing with. Um, but humiliation, fetishes, it's not a sign of a mental health issue. It could be a very, very, very healthy form of, you know, sexual expression. Expressing, hey, this is what my kink is. More power to you. That's great. That's great that you, you know, like to wear a diaper in public underneath your man clothes. More power to you. Or you're into um, wearing a collar and leash also. That uh, could be uh, private or public. But public, I would advise um, maybe trying it out in the dark. Um, yeah, so you don't want... <laughs> you, uh, there, there are some scenes where I've heard of where... Um, like the police officer was called, <laughs> like what's going on? <laughs> uh, but you, you, it's between you and your partner. And if your partner is comfortable with wearing that collar and leash in public and you leading that leash, go for it. If the two of you are totally into it, go for it. Um, yeah, but personally, uh, I get asked, uh, frequently actually like what's the most humiliating thing you've done to somebody uh, because humiliation is very in vogue very popular it's not so uh, underground because it's more and more mainstream like you see men getting slapped around in a movie or they're uh, wrestled by a woman and they lose the wrestling match things like that and that's you know, that can be pretty humiliating as well. 
but what's the most humiliating thing I've done? Um, I would say toilet play, toilet play, like golden shower. So, um, golden shower can be very erotic as well, but, um, some people are into that type of, uh, fetish where they are being used as a toilet, like being pissed on and being, uh, you know, just treated like piss. <laughs> um, so that's, that's a popular one. And that's, um, or, um, most humiliating one, shall I say. Um, but again, consent, consent, consent. It's all about consent. Another, uh, memory I have was where I had, uh, we discussed the scene beforehand, of course, because that's very important. So I had two, two male slaves with me. And this was broad daylight in Chicago, very busy street downtown. And I had them just kiss each other in public in front of everybody. That's all. And it, for me, it's that's erotic for me personally. But for them, it was both erotic and humiliating because the look on their face was like so shy. Like, oh, I just did that in front of all these strangers. <laughs> um yeah, and um, another um, humiliating act, um, I could remember, like, throwing pies in somebody's face. Um, yeah, so that could be pretty <laughs> pretty humiliating as well. Um, uh, another humiliating act where... I, this was in Los Angeles and the club, the line for the bathroom was so long. So I urinated in a cup and I had a very long skirt on and I had this slave at the time hold the cup underneath my skirt so I could urinate in the cup. And then I just fed him the urine like in front of everybody because that's what he was into and that that could be very, very extreme. I'm not encouraging, you know, hey, try that. Um, but that's just between two consenting adults. Um, and if you want to do your own research on different forms of humiliation, you should totally do your own research and make sure, you know, things are safe. If it's, you know, a safe form of play, uh, like piss play, you might think, oh, that's you know, not safe. Well, piss, you know, there's, um, you know, there it's, you know, there could be bacteria, there could be, uh, but this was somebody where he was, uh, experienced a lifestyle submissive player and that was his kink. Um, so yeah, that, that was just another story as well. Um, let's see what else. Um, Another story where I had um, this old, um, unfortunately it's not there, a club in Chicago where I had a man uh, dance for me in front of everybody and he was so embarrassed and that's, that's what he was into. He was into dancing, like uh, there was a pole in the middle of the dance floor. So I instructed him, hey, dance on that pole. <laughs> uh, pretend you're a stripper, things like that. It was very, very long ago. Um, but that was, that's what I've done in the past uh, and present. Um, but yeah, I would suggest you doing your own research uh, 
first and foremost. Uh, discuss it with your partner first and foremost. Uh, make, lay out your boundaries. Make sure your partner lays out his or her boundaries as well. That's super crucial. Safe, seen, and consensual. And yeah, if you, I think I covered it all. <laughs> Uh, but there, there are more, there's more and more stories I have on humiliation, but this can be uh, sexual gratifying for you and your partner can be very arousing as well, especially the erotic humiliation. Um, and if, you know, your partner isn't being treated like a, like a human dog, don't do it. You know, if your partner isn't into being spat on, don't do it. Um, it's all, all about respect, all about respecting the boundaries, safe, sane, and consensual play, very crucial. So if you have any questions about this particular podcast, um, you're more than welcome to send me an email. I hope this was very informative, and uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> have a great day. Thank you for tuning in.